Let's get into our thinking point and um, we're focusing on learners of the Dumiling School for Intellectually Disabled Children. They've been struggling to gain access to ID documents um, for some of their learners and we're told that some of their learners were actually not registered at birth and this has presented you can imagine a number of challenges. Notando Shongwe is legal advisor, statelessness project at Lawyers for Human Rights. Notando, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Kathy. Thanks for having me. It, it, it's such a big challenge that this particular school is facing, and we know that the problems of uh, being able to register births, getting identity documents, is, is much broader than that. But um, let's talk about some of the challenges in the system that lead to this situation being a problem in the first place. Okay, um, so as you said that this is a huge challenge that many South African um, children are facing. So many undocumented children all over the country born in South Africa from um, documented or undocumented parents are facing um, with regards to birth registration. So obviously I would look, the Constitution says that um, every child has a right to birth and registration. So every every child born in South Africa is entitled to a birth certificate regardless of who they are or who their parents are or where they're from. So in South Africa, we happen to have most of these children um, who are undocumented are from poor backgrounds and they don't have access to um, these services like home affairs uh, offices, especially children born in rural areas. They cannot access um, these uh, services within the time frame that is stipulated by Home Affairs. So a child is supposed to be registered within 30 days of their birth. So these kids, the, the children who are maybe born in rural areas, they cannot make it within this time frame. So now they don't get registered within the time period. So now it causes a problem with their um, identity documents. So that's that's one of the um, issues that. Um, is a challenge to many South Africans, mm. as well as the uh, um, parents who are not there. For example, if the child is abandoned or an orphan, and then maybe they left with one parent, which is a father. In most cases, before a father cannot uh, was not supposed to register, or they could not register the parent without the mother. So that was one of the challenges that was facing uh, South Africans. But then now we have the groundbreaking case uh, judgment of the Constitutional Court that had changed that. But it's still hard for us to implement that or because Home Affairs officials, I'm not sure if they're not aware of the uh, latest case laws or they're ignorant or um, they lack training. But we still see challenges where parents or fathers cannot register their child mm. without the paternity um, DNA uh, requirement. So those are one of um, the challenges that the system is having. I, I mean, do you know if there is a, a clear thread between or commonalities between many of these children who have been unable to get this this documentation, whether it be by way of, of background, um, some of the circumstances that they find themselves in? So many of the children that we deal with, many of them, they abandoned. 
uh, and other um, parents are not involved. So you find parents, like actual mothers, who don't want to be involved in, in getting their child uh, registered for that certificate. So it becomes an issue where now the mother is still alive, the mother is there, but I don't know, um, they don't want to be part of um, this process. And then, as I said, some children are abandoned, so social worker needs to step in, and some of them, they just don't have access to this um, facilities or home affairs facilities, as I've mentioned before, that they are from rural areas and stuff. So that's that's the trend mostly is abandoned children mm. and parents who are not in their lives or involved. What happens when they are unable to have um, this issue resolved as they go through the schooling system? Because it, of course, becomes even more important when they get to grade 12 because that, that ID number becomes uh, crucial in being able to be registered for that national senior certificate. Yes. Um, of course, now, the the lack of documentation um, deprives most of the kids of uh, basic human rights. They cannot assert their basic human rights because they lack documentation. As you've mentioned, like the right to education, they are being turned away even in like primary level, grade one. Some of them are not accepted because they lack documentation. Some of them in metric, they are not allowed or permitted to write their exams. And some, if they are able to write, they not uh, they are denied their results. So it's, it's, it's a huge problem because you cannot do anything without an identity um, document. It becomes an issue. So there are so many um, basic human rights that these kids um, are deprived of. Like to add to that, like to the right of education, there's health care services, mm. the social assistance, there's the right to citizenship. So which means if they cannot claim citizenship, it renders them or it puts them in a state of, uh, um, in a situation where they can be stateless. They cannot claim citizenship or they cannot belong to any country. So it's, it's, it's a huge problem here that these children are facing. When you are dealing with this matter with the Department of Home Affairs, what have you found to often be the responses or even the challenges in, in resolving this issue? Um, we have not really... Um, it, we have not really engaged uh, with home affairs on, on this specific issue, especially with the uh, Itumiling Children's School. But we have um, been involved because we represent like um, a lot of, um, or rather we deal with issues of childhood statelessness. So we have been involved in general advocacy on such issues and access to bed registration uh, for children born in South Africa. So our advocacy includes like research papers, capacity to in building initiatives, to train lawyers, paralegal social workers, and also we we are really looking forward or hoping that we can collaborate with uh, Department of Home Affairs officials so that we can be able to train them. As I've mentioned before, that there's a lot of um, new case laws or. Um, new laws that are being implemented but they're not being aware of or their standard operation procedures still um, need to be updated. So we need to, we really hope that we can collaborate and and deal with this issue in in, in a um, permanent or find a tangible solution to it.
Does it become more difficult for people to be able to get um, ID documents once they have left the schooling system? Yes, it does. Um, it, it's, I could say it's more easier if they are still children because mm-hmm. even if they are abandoned, uh, a social worker can step in and assist and uh, get the bed registered. So once they leave the schooling system, it becomes uh, a bit difficult because now they need to do, they need to submit the application themselves, So which now has put them under a lot of, of scrutiny. Because where were you? Where are your parents and all that? And some of the kids, as I said, they are abandoned. They don't have any link to their parents. And we have this DNA um, system that homophobes has put in place for kids if you have a relative. And that system as well, or that procedure is expensive. So it, it becomes a bit difficult. But it is possible, but it takes time and and patient as well. So, mm. yeah. And, and, you know, the, the biggest challenge, of course, is that if, if you don't have an ID document, um, you, you basically don't exist. And, and it's very yes. hard to be able to to do many things uh, without yes. that. Yes. yes. So you don't, basically, you don't have a sense of belonging. Mm. Your, freedom of, your freedom of movement is limited. You don't have a legal protection because now you're at the risk of being detained or deported. Because um, if the official, if one official from home says uh, is suspicious of you being a foreigner and they require you to produce some sort of legal identification and you cannot produce that, they detain you and or they deport you. And some people now, um, uh, you can't even. It's 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 hard because you can't even get employment. Mm. So you cannot grow as a person or you cannot live your life as you envision it. Yeah. or as it trends up. So it, it's very difficult. All right. Notanda Shongwe, let me thank you for your time. She's legal advisor, a statelessness project at Lawyers for Human Rights.